Hello, my lovelies, and welcome to the Moving Toward Better podcast. I'm your host, Karen Bemis from movingtowardbetter.com, and I'm here to help you live your best life and let the rest go. Hello, my lovelies. Today is about the mothers of high school seniors. For those who live outside the U.S., I'm sure you've seen the trappings of high school graduation. But unless you've lived through it in this country, you may not know what a huge life event it actually is. So this show is dedicated to all the moms of high school seniors. I hope I capture and share what I want for these really special moms. Ready? I hope so, because this one comes directly from the heart. Dear moms of high school seniors, I know this is not what you expected your child's senior year to be. You expected senior prom with lots of pictures, caps and gowns, and seeing your baby walk across the stage to get their diploma as they take their first step, their first big step toward adulthood. You expected senior picnics, senior trips, and celebrations until you thought you couldn't attend one more graduation party. None of that happened. And in many, if not most states in the United States, it won't happen. Maybe you're relieved. Maybe you're angry. Maybe you're sad. And you have every right to be any or all of those. I haven't been through what you've been through. So I can't say I know exactly how you feel. What I can say is that I've been through some difficult times myself and had to let go of what I thought my child's life was supposed to look like for what it actually is. And I hope when we're done here that you have a little bit of peace, a little bit of hope, and some perspective that helps you move forward. So here we go. First, I want to talk to you about a guy named Joe Burrow. Please stay with me because I promise I'll make this story make sense for all of you high school senior moms and for all moms for that matter. If you're a college football fan in the United States, you know exactly who I'm talking about. If not, I'll put some links to some stories that I'll be talking about in the show notes because they really are awesome stories. You see, Joe Burrow is from my home state. In 2014, he was Mr. Football for high schoolers, but the only major school that offered him a chance to play football was Ohio State. To put that in perspective, there are 50 states in the U.S. and 347 Division I schools. Joe was the top player in one of those 50 states and only one Division I college out of 347 colleges and universities offered him a chance to play football at the college level. And that school was less than 100 miles from his home. Of course, he took the offer. In three years at Ohio State, Joe graduated with a four-year degree, but he failed to secure a starting quarterback spot. And that's what he wanted more than anything. At that time, He transferred to Louisiana State University, we call that LSU, for his final two years of eligibility. Well, that's a great thing in some ways. Can you imagine how difficult it was for him and his family 
Joe moved to a school where his parents couldn't go watch him play. He was going to be on his own hundreds of miles from home. And while I understand that players do that all the time, as a mom, you know how difficult it can be to let your babies go. But that decision led to some amazing developments. First, in the next two years, Joe Burrow went from being an unknown college player to winning the Heisman Trophy, which is the highest honor for a college football player. He led his team to a national championship. And this past week, he was the first pick in the NFL draft, which is a very big deal in the U.S. because he just signed a contract to make $36 million with a $24 million signing bonus. Finally, and most important, at least I think so, is that during his acceptance speech for the Heisman Trophy, Joe mentioned the food pantry in his hometown and the amount of need in his community, and the people listening responded. They donated over $400,000 to the food pantry. So this young man has made that kind of a difference in the world before ever throwing a single pass in the NFL. How cool is that? So why do I tell you this? Think about the disappointment for Joe's family when he only had a single college offer. All that work seemingly down the drain, unrecognized, and then after three years of waiting, he got passed over at Ohio State for the starting quarterback job. How hard would that be to see your son so disappointed that he decided to transfer to a school where you can't even watch him play? I realize it isn't exactly the same, but I'm betting there was a whole lot of stress in that household and a whole lot of sadness because Joe's family had to face a situation they didn't want. And obviously he made the best of it and it turned out pretty amazing. Now, I understand your child may never play a professional sport. And maybe they aren't even going to college, but that doesn't mean this one moment in their lives has to define them. In truth, it may actually be the thing that makes them a better human being in the long run. These kids who've been forced to give up so much can come out of this situation with a newfound appreciation for life and for the simple freedoms we all took for granted up to this point. You know, I have a 26-year-old, a 23-year-old, and a 20-year-old, and the truth is that they've dealt with the situation better than most people I know, especially people in their 60s and 70s. They've adapted their work environment, their home environment. They stay in touch with their friends. They keep working. My son is currently finishing up a semester of college online, and they have lived peacefully through these many weeks. In all honesty, I think they're going to come out of this incident, uh, for lack of a better term, with fewer issues than older people. So I hope you take some solace in that because they really are kind of leading the way. So mamas, let's talk about what you can do to help your child. How can we end their high school years well? I know some states are starting to open up, but even with that, most places are limiting the number of people allowed in a closed or even open air venue. Graduations may not happen the way we're used to. So that means getting creative. You know, if you have several students graduating in your neighborhood, why not have a neighborhood parade? Maybe you can pull all your resources, hire an ice cream truck for everybody to have a special treat after the parade. That way you can support a local business at the same time. 
for our graduates, for their senior picnic, we always rented an ice cream truck. The treats are individually wrapped and we ordered them in advance, which keeps the contact to an absolute minimum. Now, let me reiterate that every state has different rules and protocols. So please follow the rules and protocols of your state. Don't try to get away with anything. I do not want anyone to get in trouble with any of these ideas. So please check first. You know, if there's a group of friends that are graduating, you could have them drive by each student's house with their families outside. If you only have one student graduating, you can drive by friends and family's homes and have them stand outside and cheer your student on. You could even set up a gift exchange with proper social distancing, of course, and have them pick up their gifts. You know, these types of parades are happening for birthdays and other events all over the place. So why not for graduating seniors too? You could even host a virtual graduation party with several family members and friends. You can make special food. You can decorate and dress up for the occasion. You can make a playlist and you can hang out and have fun. Now, if you still feel the need for a larger gathering, several states have drive-in theaters that could accommodate a virtual graduation. Each student can show up with their family and be recognized by video. Of course, that requires the high school to buy in, but with schools looking for options, why not try offering that as one? If your area doesn't have a drive-in, is there a large parking lot that would let you set up, maybe with a rented or a purchased screen, and create your own mini drive-in? You could even use a large sheet or a white building to project on. You could host a mini graduation for your child's friends using any of these concepts. And you can have so much fun with that. With a smaller group, you could make it a roast of the students if that's your kind of thing. Or you could ask family members who may not be able to travel to your graduation or travel at all to write letters to your graduate. Ask them to share a favorite memory, include you know, their hopes for the graduate's future, You never know how much that's going to mean to both the giver and the receiver. You can either share them as they show up or collect them in a book and give it as a gift that they'll have for years to come. Now, if gifts are more your child's thing, host a virtual gift opening party so the people who sent the gifts can see the student's reaction as they open them. If you're a family that loves to laugh, include a gag gift. If you're a family that loves to read, ask everybody to send a book or a gift card so your graduate can buy their own books. The possibilities are endless. And if you brainstorm with other moms, with high school seniors, you'll get even more ideas. Here's another one to get you started. In our district, the school provides a yard sign with each graduating student's name on it. In years past, parent volunteers placed them on school grounds so the students could pick them up at their convenience. This year, parents delivered the signs to each student's home. Several families are taking a picture with the sign and posting it online to honor their senior. When our children started graduating, we saved all those signs and took one of all three of our boys when the youngest one graduated. And it's still one of my favorite photos of my boys. You know, since other events are canceled, there might even be a budget for some of these things through the high school. And if you do this, you could create a collage of many of their friends put all the pictures together, print out a copy for maybe each of the friends and one for their families. I'm sure there are lots of moms out there that would love 
a special graduation gift like that for them and for their child. The main point is that while the present isn't what you want it to be, I so get that. You do have some options and you can focus on doing something fun and unique for your 2020 graduate. Another thing you can do is thinking about focusing on the future. Many people have incredibly fond memories of high school, but many would never want to go back, especially with all the pressure on kids these days. Focusing on the future can be the best way to enjoy right now. Because one of the things to think about is how many people from your high school are you still close to? Now, I happen to still be best friends with the same person I was best friends with in high school, but we weren't best friends through college. We went different directions for a few years, went through some serious life struggles, and found our way back to a close relationship that has lasted for decades. And it's only been in recent years that I've reconnected with several high school friends. And it's been great fun. Now, your kids may need to know that that can happen if they're struggling with their friendships right now. But if you're in a situation where high school friends have always been a huge part of your life, think about ways you can help your child remember that and understand that and stay connected with their high school friends. You can do some of the things I've already mentioned or come up with your own. You know, if you're a person from who moved on from high school and you keep more in touch with college or current work or neighborhood friends, make that clear to your child and focus on that. Talk about the friends that they're going to make in the future and cite examples in your own life. By helping your child to look to the future and everything they get to experience later, you can help them shift their focus to something more positive and maybe shift yours as well. Listen, I know this is an overwhelming time for everybody and I mean everybody right now. I have yet to meet anyone who isn't struggling with something, whether it's staying home or having to go to work, having everyone in the house and falling all over each other or being separate and wishing you were together, worrying about medically fragile loved ones or dealing with your own urges to go out and defy the guidelines and the protocols. Everyone is dealing with something. And most are dealing with at least one significant event that isn't going to go as planned. That is not to make light of what you're going through. It's actually to show you that you are not alone. You want to know how not alone you are? I looked it up. There are at least 4 million high school enrollments in the United States, meaning there are probably at least a million high school seniors. So if you extrapolate that out to their parents, there are a whole lot of parents going through the same things that you are. And I want to reiterate, this is not only an important time for your children, it's an important time for you too. You need to pick some things that are going to make this time memorable for all of you since you won't have the usual events and how you celebrate your graduate can change everything. How are you going to make it a memorable time for them and for you? Because this time is symbolic as a parent, because you've successfully gotten your child to adulthood. That is something to be proud of, something to be documented, and something to be celebrated. However you can do that. So like I said, I know this isn't the year end you wanted or expected, 
but it can still be happy and memorable. Use something I talked about here or come up with something amazing on your own. Get creative and have fun with it. Remember to focus on the future and the better times to come. While this is a tough time for everyone missing important events, there will be more important events in the future. And finally, make this time special for you too. Write yourself a letter. Read it a year from now. Write down your hopes for your child and for you. As we deal with this new normal none of us wanted, you might be surprised at how much has changed in a year and how this moment shaped a better future than you expected. And here's something else to think about. I read something that said that this moment is this generation's uphill both ways to school in the snow moment. Someday, when the kids of the class of 2020 complain about being bored or how hard their life is, these kids are going to reply, bored, hard. You don't know bored and hard. (laughs) Why, when I was in high school, I think you know where this is going, right? So my lovelies, I just want to encourage you to do the very best you can for your child and yourself right now. If you have a senior, you are blessed to have raised your child to adulthood. It may not be the situation you would choose at this moment, but you can choose how to deal with it. And I hope for your child's sake and for yours, that you do everything you can to make it special. If you enjoy this content, please share it with other moms. Be sure to check out the link at the show notes for some cool items you can use to make this time more fun for your graduate and for you. Until next time, keep moving toward better so you can live your best life and let the rest go. Love you all. See you soon. Bye-bye. At movingtowardbetter.com, it's our mission to help you live your best life and let the rest go. If you want to make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the podcast today, and then go to our website, movingtowardbetter.com, to sign up to be part of our email community. That way, you'll always have access to all the Moving Toward Better fun and shenanigans. As always, thanks for listening, thanks for being you, and have a great day. Love you all.